4: 2-0 pitch. Jordan on the crowd. Left side. Pass the dive of LeJay. Larry scores. Ledbetter right behind him. And the dogs lock it off.
3: Seven series in a row for Mississippi State in baseball. And uh, Chris Lamonis owns Ole Miss. We are the out-of-bounds show. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. They may not have enough SEC wins, for you to be super happy, but, um, you know, he, he owns the Ole Miss rebels and we all know it started with Jake Mangum and then Lamonas and Allen and others, uh, took it to another level. Dakota Jordan, who has been a, really a phenom since he was seven or eight years old. But I'm, I, I told this story earlier about, um, I didn't go watch him play, um, obviously, but, I was at the park one day, 10 years ago. Let's see. What is he probably he's 18 or 19. So yeah, it's about nine years ago. And uh, a friend of mine said, you need to come over here and, and see this kid play uh, bat. And so the only time I ever saw him with an at a bat was, um, was when he was, I guess around 10 and he hit a home run. And then, <laughs> then I saw him at Mississippi state. So um, just, Unbelievable talent. Two best players in the stadium were, were, were amazing all weekend. Dakota Jordan and Jacob Gonzalez. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. SEC Insider hit this morning. Brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. We'll have Charlie Winfield uh, on the show at 8.30. Charlie called two of the three games this weekend uh, for the SEC Network Plus or ESPN Plus, And he'll stop by at 8.30. And then we'll have Chris Limones at 10.15, uh, which is... After the show, but it'll be posted by 11 a.m. on Apple Podcasts. Search "Out of Bounds" with Bow Bounds and Spotify. Actually, we'll go live on YouTube and Facebook with Lamona at 10:15, so you can watch it then or or catch the pod uh, a little bit later. We'll we'll drop some audio here in just a second of uh, well, the star that well, there were several, but the star of the weekend was was Dakota Jordan. You could argue, you could make strong argument for David Mershon. Ooh. And what he did at shortstop. His, his double play, uh, basically by himself, um, on Saturday was incredible. Then he turned around on Sunday <laughs> did and did the same thing from a different spot on the field. They had shifted him over. Obviously, y'all saw it. And um, the kid from South Carolina, he's another true freshman, played played really well for, for Ole Miss. Gerangelo and JT Quinn yesterday. Amazing. Two freshman pitchers, Mississippi State Ole Miss did a great job. Um and, and look, Ole Miss on uh Dordery on, on Friday did everything that you wanted. And uh, and then Morel came in and 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 shut down uh, uh Mississippi State and then MSU did what they need to do on Saturday with Dakota among others. But you would have to believe that the shortstop position is is now David Marchant. Um, you know, should have been well before, uh, you know, I, he's not going to make every play. Neither is Jacob Gonzalez, who we think is going to be a top five pick. He did this weekend. Yeah, ah, <laughs> Lee, he went from you know, he he had a couple errors uh, to being a human vacuum cleaner. Um, and let me give a shout out to the two catchers. One's a veteran, Calvin Harris, and he's he um, he was amazing. Um, he he, there were a couple of times where Mississippi State had a runner on third, could have been a pass ball, could have scored, you know, another run. The freshman from Madison, Ross Highfield, was unbelievable behind the plate. He has had to grow up in about 10 minutes uh, because they, you know, didn't sign another player last summer. Um, ideally, it would have been maybe Ross and a Juco or a transfer. And, you Know, Ross probably grabs 15 to 20 games and, and the other guy, um, 30 to 35, or however it looked. But the bottom line is, compared to three weeks ago, two weeks ago, I mean, he's a worker. I know a lot of y'all know his dad. It's, this is not surprising. Uh, I mean, he has really expedited his development just in the last three weeks. Yeah. And he, he stopped some balls. I mean, you know, he, he, he did a great job because uh, he could have given up you know, some runs because um, they're still trying to find their way. But I agree with what Lamona said. We'll drop the Dakota Jordan first. Um, but Lamona said, uh, we controlled the strike zone uh, throughout, the, throughout the weekend, but on, on Sunday with Girangelo for sure. This is Dakota Jordan on wanting the opportunity Friday after striking out to l- lose the game.
4: Uh, actually, I was, I wanted to be up there, you know, I was just saying, Hunter, get me up there, you know. Michael Jordan always wanted to be that guy to save, save the game or, you know, make a big shot. And he fell, he fell a lot. You know, I wanted to be that guy up there to get the job done, but it didn't happen. So, move on to the next. How about
3: that for a true freshman in a rivalry game who already was benched, he shouldn't have been, um for a couple of weeks started off the season in the three hole should have been in the six seven hole um best player in the stadium he and jacob gonzalez not close Uh, you know two first round picks trying to will their teams to win and a rivalry game that has gotten to the point where all i don't know how but it just continues to build in front of the largest crowd and i think they went real low on that 16, I, what, was it 16, seven or 8? I
4: thought the same thing.
3: It looked every bit like 20, you know, I was up in the press box area and roaming around, you know, from a bird's eye view. Um, it, it felt like every bit of, you know, 19, 20,000, but it doesn't matter. In front of the largest crowd in NCAA history, the kid goes back up to the plate with everything on the line. After striking out to end the game on Friday and smashes a grounder and they win. And he saves their season. And could have saved his coach's, you know, job. That can be debated from now until May 30th. But uh, Chris Lamonis getting this series win puts him, you know, with other winnable series left. you, You know, he could... He could make a change on the stat. Gotro is going to have the opportunity to do what he wants, either stay or go. But um, I, and I think if you do keep Lamonis, you want Gotro to stay. Um, but we'll see how that all shakes out. The bottom line, though, with everything on the line, Blake in the bottom of the ninth, in the you don't want to lose a game to your rival when you've set the NCAA record
4: and you lost the day before and the series right streak is on the line and when you had the lead in the top of the ninth and then the momentum swung against you and it and that was a seesaw game Ole Miss scores state scores Ole Miss scores state scores a- and so it was back and forth and then you give up the lead in the ninth how easy it would have been to roll into a double play there and instead like you said he comes up big and then the next day hits a three-run home run and uh that thing hasn't landed yet. As we like to say in 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 the major leagues uh is good pitching and three-run bombs win baseball games. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you can hit the ball like he and Hunter Hines did. Taters? Uh I mean it just changes the game. And mm-hmm. if you noticed this weekend, that was the name of the game for Mississippi State's offense. Well, it's what old Miss was from like
3: 2002 to now. I guess really last year. Yeah. And and they they had the power and and Mississippi State was death by a thousand cuts. Yep, gap to gap, right? line to line. Adam Frazier's, Jake Mangos. Tanner Allen, Rowdy Jordan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I know Tanner had some pop, but you know what I mean.
4: No, but he was a gap hitter yeah. first and foremost. Yeah.
3: And and now all of a sudden Mississippi State again. Charlie and Bart dropped it in about the I don't know second or third inning. That at that point in the third game of the series, Ole Miss had uh, Ole Miss had out hit Mississippi State twenty four to twelve, and Mississippi State had four errors and Ole Miss had zero. That's that was in game three, and that I don't remember if it was first, second, third inning. It all runs together. Yeah, that doesn't win you games in the SEC, right? And now. All of a sudden, you, you've you won two or three in back-to-back weekends. Now, your back's against the wall, and it's a long, long way. But the only thing you can do with this thing is chip away at it. And you, you had your best weekend on the mound that you've had. And Ole Miss had a good weekend on the mound, too. But you had your best weekend that you've had in a long, long time on the mound. And Nixon is coming around. And Garangelo had an excellent a phenomenal start, and you had some really good things happening on Friday. You just couldn't put the ball in
4: play other than the the Homers. So we'll see. You still need some more pieces. But Aaron Nixon might be the un he might be the slept on guy of the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean what he did, I didn't understand why they pulled him when they did Saturday. On set. I thought
3: that they, he, they were going to roll him back out. Nine pitches,
4: one inning. That's all he did.
3: But anyway, regardless, they won. They threw him back out there yesterday. The kid was fantastic. Yep.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment
5: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
4: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
3: Ole Miss has a future ace. Oh. In JT Quinn. Hello. Next year. He's just a freshman from Tampa. His dad played at Mississippi State. Don't know how the hell he's not wearing maroon and white, but he's wearing red and blue. Kudos to Lafferty. Bianco, whoever, but, uh, I mean, he's big composure in front of that crowd as a true. Yeah. Pro- I mean, I know Gerangelo was amazing and started throwing with both arms again and from both sides and, and, and that, that's <laughs> very important. And well, that breaking ball from the left side against that old Miss lineup with the left-handed hitters that they have, obviously Jacob among others. Uh, because they're so, I mean, those first four guys are so dangerous. Mm-hmm. So give Sanja, I've been saying it wrong the last three months. Thank you very much. Uh, all the credit in the world, but JT Quinn was dealing too. And, and he gave, other than the third inning, he gave Ole Miss um, an outstanding opportunity to win the game. So yeah, if but you're just, right on Nixon, Nixon coming in. And retiring
4: seven straight, after you know, the first because guy. Casey
3: Hunt's always up and down. Yeah, that's kind of I don't know why they're still doing that. But I, I, I think it's because they just don't have anybody else. That That's how thin they Correct. are. And until Lofton, maybe Lofton throws for an inning or two on Tuesday, and then they try to drop him back in the mid relief. Um, But that's how I see it. So the out of bounds show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Want to say good morning, welcome in. We'll have Charlie Winfield at 8.30 on the Farm Bureau insurance guest line. We'll have Chris Lamonas at 10.15 today. That's after the show, but it'll be live on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports and Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds Show. And then we'll post it on Apple Podcast for you. Apple Podcast, search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. Um, crazy series let's let's drop uh do I need to go to the phone no okay let's drop lamonas post game on Sunday after what some people believe by him winning this series he is trending towards saving his job and you would have to believe if he's back then gotro's back and those freshmen are back it'll be Highfields clubhouse uh, you know as soon as the season's over and then it'll be Dakota Jordan will be one of the arguably top five players in the country. Here we go.
2: Man, what a great game. And like I told you, that's, we, we knew it early. It was going to be that type of ball game. It'd be one in the bullpen. And, uh, what man, what an unbelievable job we do there at the end of the game. Uh, Knicks, that was impressive. And, man, I, I felt like Tuesday night it was like, hey, you're back. And then after that, man, that's that's really impressive. Um, some big at-bats. Dakota, a huge swing. Hunter Hines, like being able to – have an approach on a guy like that, and hit that ball out, man, that that is huge. But today, my good friend from the Curacao gets the shirt. Where is he at? Hey. Hey, man, that's impressive. That is impressive to go out there and do that. And I'll tip my hat. Like... I know they're a rival, but, man, there's some really good hitters in that lineup, and, man, you just controlled it. It was poise, it was command, and all week, weekend long, we controlled the strike zone. And when we do that, man, how good can we be? It shows you right there.
3: So, you know, you live to fight another day, and that's where they are. They got five wins in conference, and while that's not a lot, look at, look at the standings. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, there, there's a path to but uh, granted, they cannot drop this weekend because you know they've still got Arkansas and Florida. Now granted, they've got A and M, you
4: know that they can that that is a winnable series um there are six teams including Mississippi State, and Ole Miss, obviously, that have five or less victories in conference play.
3: And you're within a, a, one game of Alabama. Yeah. And, by the way, you own that tiebreaker. Correct. Okay? So, remember that as you as you track Bama, um, and you're within striking distance of A&M, too. Some of these teams are going to come back. Yeah. Some are going to surge. Because some have to play each other. So Absolutely. I mean, things are going to
4: shake out. Exactly. And
3: Tennessee, all of a sudden, can't hit. In league play. And Arkansas smashed them. They did. Smashed them for a sweep. Got the broom out, and you never,
4: you just, that's, that's tough to manage. Mentor versus mentee there. Dave Van Horn spanking what, Vitello.
3: Vitello, he runs so hot. You just wonder how that works and how that looks. Um, yeah, so Tennessee is 5-10, is and 10 and... I don't know, you know, how much more juice Kentucky has. We'll see what they do. But you're within striking distance of Bama and AM and tied with Tennessee and Missouri with five wins. We're live in the Bank Plus studio, out of bounds, ESPN one oh five nine the zone. And we are brought to you by Ag Up Equipment. That's where you go to get your John Deere tractor to manage your land farm hunting camp. Ag Up Equipment Dealerships, including one in Canton and one in Pearl. The agup.com text line is 601-885-3776. You do realize that throughout the game yesterday, Mississippi State was freshman all up the middle. That's not ideal, but they all played really, really well. Ross Highfield behind the plate, Gerangelo on the mound, and David Mershon at shortstop. That's... And, and not just freshmen, but true freshmen. A lot on the line, still a lot of people there. I couldn't believe they had that kind of crowd on Sunday, but they did. And I know, of course, they set a series record in the NCAA single game record on Saturday, which doesn't surprise anybody. But the bottom line is you went freshman, 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 up the middle against a team that two of their three guys are veterans. Calvin Harris has played a hunt of baseball yeah. jacob gonzalez started before he even got to campus now obviously jt quinn was amazing for old miss and gerangelo and quinn may do this again next year we'll see if if msu can can hang on to gerangelo but out of bounds espn 105.9 the zone all right we're gonna switch gears lane train is there anybody more dry mm. is there is there an sec football coach that that's more dry and entertaining
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, so he talked a lot after their game.
3: What was it? 53-52? 100-100. Yeah. <laughs> so Ole Miss, uh, look, they love offense. Um, they're going to struggle on defense. So they got to score a lot. They spend an enormous amount of money. Uh, on one position where only one dude can play, but you got to see them. I don't know how much more you'll get to see all of them, but uh, you got to see them slinging around. I guess a defense that couldn't stop me. And Lane Train was talking about several different things, but uh, I like the on why the portal isn't just about creating competition.
1: And we hang on this competition because we preach that, and you know, you guys <clears throat> report that because we talk about it all the time. But it, it's not just competition why you bring people in. It's to make your roster better, and I think that gets forgotten sometimes with the kids or the parents. You know that they all don't understand. Well, <clears throat> does that mean you don't have confidence in our kid? No, it doesn't. It means we want to win games and we want to have, you know, really deep <clears throat> rosters at positions so when things happen, other guys are ready to play. So it's not just the competition aspect, it's the improvement of the overall roster and the specific roster for that position. That one keeps getting an attention, and I think as you look at that, it would be really hard to argue that we made poor decisions in what we did. If you watch today, you saw three guys making a lot of plays, and you saw, if you were here a year ago in the spring game, to me you saw a position that looks a lot better than it did one year ago.
3: Okay, he's right. But you only play one guy at that position. Oh. You know, when you load up on defensive line, if you go out into the market, into the portal, and you land three guys and you decide to invest one and a half million dollars on the defensive line, you can play all three of them. Right? Or if it's a combo of an edge rusher and two interior guys, however you want to do it. Now, there's no doubt all three are talented. And still, one's got to be the odd man out. I, you know, you can get away with starting one of the two veterans and then Walker Howard either winning it or waiting another year um, because
4: of his, I guess, age and eligibility. And it's always great to have a backup option that is better than just some guy you found, right? Obviously, I get that. Yeah. But Lane making an argument to me for. The idea that because three guys played well in a spring game, because you had two offenses on the field all day, that that makes it okay to spend a million and a half dollars on the quarterback position? Boy, that's a tough. sell Hey, we to scored me. 105 points in a spring game, so that's a tough sell to me.
3: You know, he, could did, could you have spent 300k on an edge rusher and 300k on an interior D lineman and oh gosh? Uh, You know, another—I don't know, hundred to three hundred
4: thousand on another defensive player.
3: Mm -hmm. It's a—it's a good
4: question. But uh, how about this? He talks about well, you want to improve your roster. You know what this feels like? It feels very Madden to me. Feels like Lane's playing Madden. He's like, hey, but my—you know—my overall rating went from eighty-five to eighty-eight. Well, yeah, because you added another quarterback who's got a nice rating, but you can't play all three QBs. No, so yeah, your roster is theoretically better. But your in game, your in game playing roster is no better, because it's still one person at a time. Or you trade one of them for two edge rushers. That's that's what I'm saying. You, having three, having two makes sense. Having three doesn't to me. Well, let's let's stay here with
3: Lane Train because uh, he has become, um, just a, a quote machine. And one, he's so dry. Two, he's so good. Uh, he did take a shot at Jimbo Fisher, so they're not going to be meeting up at Rosemary Beach mm. or uh, Boca Raton in the offseason. This is... Oh, do I have time? That slipped up on me. Uh, probably not. Okay, we'll get we'll get it at 8. Cool. Charlie Winfield will join us at 8.30 today on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line, and Chris Limonis will stop by after the show at 10.15, but it'll be live on YouTube. You can search Out of Bounds Sports on youtube and that's our channel we'd love for you to hang out there hit the su- subscribe button and uh yeah just join the party so charlie winfield at 8 30 he called two of the three games and then chris Lamonis at 10 15 and we'll be running the uh the cameras live and then it'll be on apple podcast search out of bounds with bow bounds dogs dominate the rebs seven straight series um dakota jordan you Know he's been a phenom in the metro area for since he was eight years old, and now he, he has been just putting on a show. And um, because of his age, you got to squeeze everything you can out of this. So, the next uh, where am I, six weeks, maybe more, and then next year. But up the middle yesterday, again, you were all true freshmen, not pre- true freshmen, Ross Highfield, Gerangelo, and David Mershon, and Shirley. With the play that he made on Saturday and Sunday and what he's doing at the plate in the leadoff position as a switch hitter, um, and he's got a little FU to him. He does. Uh, Mershon has to be the shortstop going forward. Charlie Winfield at 8.30, Chris Limonis at 10.15. Dogs dominate for the seventh straight series win in Starville.
5: Step into the world of power, loyalty,